Deuteronomy chapter 2. Then we turned back and headed for the wilderness by way of the Red Sea, as the Lord had told me, and we traveled around the hill country of Seir for many days. The Lord then said to me, You've been traveling around this hill country long enough. Turn north. Command the people. You are about to travel through the territory of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. They will be afraid of you, so be very careful. Don't provoke them, for I will not give you any of their land, not even a foot of it, because I have given Esau the hill country of Seir as his possession. You may purchase food from them so that you may eat and buy water for them to drink. For the Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through this immense wilderness. The Lord your God has given the Lord your God has been with you this past 40 years, and you have lacked nothing. So we bypassed our brothers, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. We turned away from the Arabah road and from Elath and Ezion Geber. We traveled along the road to the wilderness of Moab. The Lord said to me, Show no hostility toward Moab, and do not provoke them to battle, for I will not give you any of their land as a possession, since I have given Ar as a possession to the descendants of Lot. The Emim. A great and numerous people as tall as the Anakim had previously lived there. They were also regarded as Rephaim, like the Anakim, though the Moabites called them Emim. The Horites had previously lived in Seir, but the descendants of Esau drove them out, destroying them completely, and settling in their place. Just as Israel did in the land of its possession, the Lord gave them. The Lord said, Now get up and cross the Zered Valley. So we crossed the Zered Valley. The time we spent traveling from Kadesh Barnea until we crossed the Zered Valley was 38 years until the entire generation of fighting men had perished from the camp as the Lord had sworn to them. Indeed, the Lord's hand was against them to eliminate them from the camp until they had all perished. When all the fighting men had died among the people, the Lord spoke to me, Today, today, today you are going to cross the border of Moab at Ar. When you get close to the Ammonites, don't show any hostility to them or provoke them. 
for I will not give you any of the Ammonites' land as a possession. <clears throat> I have given it as a position, possession to the descendants of Lot. This too used to be regarded as the land of Rephaim. The Rephaim lived there previously, though the Ammonites called them Zamzumim, a great and numerous people, tall as the Anakim. The Lord destroyed the Rephaim at advance of the Ammonites so that they drove them out and settled in their place. This was just as he had done for the descendants, descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir. When he destroyed the Horites before them, they drove them out and have lived in their place until now. The Kaphtorim, who came from Kaphtor, destroyed the Avites, who lived in villages as far as Gaza and settled in their place. The Lord also said, Get up, move out, and cross the Arnon Valley. See, I have handed the Amorites, King Sihon of Heshbon, and his land over to you. Begin to take possession of it. Engage him in battle. Today, I will begin to put the fear and dread of you on the peoples everywhere under heaven. They will hear the report about you, tremble, and be in anguish because of you. So I sent messengers with an offer of peace to King Sihon of Heshbon from the wilderness of Kedemoth, saying, Let us travel through your land. We will keep strictly to the highway. We will not turn to the right or the left. You can sell us food in exchange for silver so we may eat, and give us water for silver so we may drink. Only let us travel through on foot, just as the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir, did for us, and the Moabs, who live in Ar, until we cross the Jordan into the land our Lord God is giving us. But King Sion of Heshbon would not let us travel through his land, for the Lord your God had made his spirit stubborn and his heart obstinate in order to hand him over to you, as has now taken place. Then the Lord said to me, See, I have begun to give Sion and his land to you. Begin to take possession of it. So Sihon and his whole army came out against us for battle at Jahaz. The Lord our God handed him over to us, and we defeated him, his sons, and his whole army. At that time, we captured all his cities and completely destroyed the people of every city, including the women and children. We left no survivors. We took only the livestock and the spoil from the cities we captured as plunder for ourselves. There was no city that was inaccessible to us from Aroer 
on the rim of the Arnon Valley, along with the city in the valley, even as far as Gilead. The Lord our God gave everything to us, but you did not go near the Ammonites' land all along the bank of the Jabbok River, the cities of the hill country, or any place that the Lord our God had forbidden. Psalms 83 and 84. God, do not keep silent. Do not be deaf, God. Do not be idle. See how your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have acted arrogantly. They devise clever schemes against your people. They conspire against your treasured ones. They say, come, let us wipe them out as a nation so that Israel's name will no longer be remembered. For they have conspired with one mind. They form an alliance against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gibal, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia, with the inhabitants of Tyr. Even Assyria has joined them. They lend support to the sons of Lot, Selah. Deal with them as you did with Midian, as you did with Sisera and Jabin at the Kishon River. They were destroyed at Endor. They became manure for the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, and all their tribal leaders like Zebah and Zalmunna, who said, Let us seize God's pastures for ourselves. Make them like tumbleweed, my God, like straw before the wind. As fire burns a forest, as a flame blazes through mountains, so pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. Cover their faces with shame so that they will seek your name, Yahweh. Let them be put to shame and terrified forever. Let them perish in disgrace. May they know that you alone, whose name is Yahweh, are the Most High over all the earth. Psalm 84 How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord of hosts! I long and yearn for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Even a sparrow finds a home and a swallow a nest for herself, where she places her young near your altars, Lord of hosts, and my King and my God. How happy are those who reside in your house, who praise you continually. Selah. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca. 
They make it a source of spring water. Even the autumn rain will cover it with blessings. They go from strength to strength. Each appears before God in Zion. Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, God of Jacob, consider our shield, God. Look on the face of your anointed one. Better a day in your courts than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be at the door of the house of my God than to live in the tents of wicked people. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Happy is the person who trusts in you, Lord of hosts. Isaiah chapter 30. Woe to the rebellious children. This is the Lord's declaration. They carry out a plan, but not mine. They make an alliance, but against my will, piling sin on top of sin. They get out to go down to Egypt without asking my advice. In order to seek shelter under Pharaoh's protection and take refuge in Egypt's shadow. But Pharaoh's protection will become your shame and refuge in Egypt's shadow, your disgrace. For though his princes are at Zoan and his messengers reach as far as Hanes, everyone will be ashamed because of a people who can't help. They are of no benefit. They are no help. They are good for nothing but shame and reproach. An oracle about the animals of the Negev. Though a land of trouble and distress, of lioness and lion, of viper and flying serpent, they carry their wealth on the backs of donkeys and their treasures on the humps of camels to a people who will not help them Egypt's help is completely worthless therefore I call her Rahab who just sits go now write it on a tablet in their presence and inscribe it on a roll it will be for the future forever and ever they are a rebellious people deceptive children children who do not want to obey the Lord's instruction they say to the seers do not see and to the prophets do not prophesy the truth to us tell us flattering things prophesy illusions get out of the, get out of the way leave the pathway rid us of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the Holy One of Israel says, Because you have rejected this message and have trusted in oppression and deceit, 
and have depended on them. This iniquity of yours will be like a spreading breach, a bulge in a high wall, whose collapse will come in an instant. Suddenly, its collapse will be like the shattering of a potter's jar, crushed to pieces, so that not even a fragment of pottery will be found among its shattered remains. No fragment large enough to take fire from a hearth or scoop water from a cistern. For the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, has said, You will be delivered by returning and resting. Your strength will lie in quiet confidence, but you are not willing. You say, No, we will escape on horses. Therefore, you will escape and we will ride on fast horses. But those who pursue you will be faster. One thousand will flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you will flee until you alone remain in like a solitary pole on a mountaintop or a banner on a hill. Therefore, the Lord is waiting to show you mercy and is rising up to show you compassion for the Lord is a just God. All who wait patiently for him are happy. For you people will live on Zion in Jerusalem and will never cry again. He will show favor to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears, he will answer you. The Lord will give you meager bread and water during oppression. But your teacher will not hide himself any longer. Your eyes will see your teacher. And whenever you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear this command behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. Then you will defile your silver-plated idols and your gold-plated images. You will throw them away like menstrual cloths and call them filth. Then he will send rain for your seed that you have sown in the ground and the food. The produce of the ground will be rich and plentiful. On that day, your cattle will graze in open pastures. The oxen and donkeys that work the ground will eat salted fodder scattered with winnowing shovel and fork. Streams flowing with water will be on every high mountain and every raised hill on the day of great slaughter when the towers fall. The moonlight will be as bright as the sunlight and the sunlight will be seven times brighter like the light of seven days on the day that the Lord bandages 
his people's injuries and heals the wounds he inflicted. Look, Yahweh comes from far away, his anger burning and heavy with smoke. His lips are full of fury, and his tongue is like a consuming fire. His breath is like an overflowing torrent that rises to the neck. He comes to sift the nations in a sieve of destruction and to put a bridle on the jaws of the peoples to lead them astray. Your singing will be, your singing will be like that on the night of a holy festival and your heart will rejoice like the one who walks to the music of a flute going up to the mountain of the Lord to the rock of Israel and the Lord will make the splendor of his voice heard and reveal his arm striking in angry wrath and a flame of consuming fire in driving rain a torrent and hailstones Assyria will be shattered by the voice of the Lord he will strike with a rod in every stroke of the appointed staff that the Lord brings down on him will be to the sound of tambourines and lyres. He will fight against him with brandished weapons. Indeed, Topeth has been ready for the king for a long time now. Its funeral pier is deep and wide with plenty of fire and wood. The breath of the Lord like a torrent of brimstone kindles it. The book of Jude. Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who are the called, loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. May mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Dear friends, although I was eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I found it necessary to write and exhort you to contend for the faith that was delivered to the saints once for all. For some men, who were designated for this judgment long ago, have come in by stealth. They are ungodly, turning the grace of our God into promiscuity and denying Jesus Christ, our only Master and Lord. Now I, now I want to, now I want to remind you Though you know all these things, the Lord first saved a people out of Egypt and later destroyed those who did not believe. 
and he has kept with eternal chains in darkness for the judgment of the great day. The angels who did not keep their own position but deserted their proper dwelling. In the same way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them committed sexual immorality and practiced perversions, just as angels did, and serve as an example by undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. Nevertheless, these dreamers likewise defile their flesh, reject authority, and blaspheme glorious ones. Yet Michael, the archangel, when he was disputing with the devil in a debate about Moses' body, did not dare bring an abusive condemnation against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people blaspheme anything they don't understand. What they know by instinct, like unreasoning animals, they destroy themselves with these things. Woe to them, for they have traveled in the way of Cain, have abandoned themselves to the error of Balaam for profit, and have perished in Korah's rebellion. These are the ones who are like dangerous reefs at your love feasts. They feast with you, nurturing only themselves without fear. They are waterless clouds carried along by winds, trees in late autumn, fruitless, twice dead, pulled out by the roots, wild waves of the sea, foaming up their shameful deeds, wandering stars for whom the blackness of darkness is reserved forever. And Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, prophesied about them. <clears throat> Look, the Lord comes with thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict them of all their ungodly acts that they have done in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things ungodly sinners have said against him. These people are discontented grumblers, walking according to their desires. Their mouths utter arrogant words, flattering people for their own advantage. But you, dear friends, Remember what was predicted by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They told you, in the end time, there will be scoffers walking according to their own ungodly desires. These people create divisions and are unbelievers, not having the Spirit. But you, 
Dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most high, but you, dear friends, as you build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, expecting the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ for eternal life. Have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. Have mercy on others but with fear, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless and with great joy to the only God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord be glory majesty power and authority before all time now and forever amen